Welcome to the Paralegal Voice, where you hear the latest issues and trends in the world of paralegals and legal assistance by two of the best-known paralegals in the industry, Vicki Voison and Linda Venny. Each of them paralegals for over 20 years and both dedicated to helping legal professionals reach their goals. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Hi, welcome to the Paralegal Voice. Thanks for joining us for our monthly podcast here on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Lynn DeVenny, a North Carolina State Bar Certified Paralegal employed by Elliot Pishko Morgan in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I know I don't often talk about what I do, but our firm specializes in workers' rights, uh, and we do almost any kind of case law related to employees, anything from reviewing severance agreements to handling discrimination claims, to work injuries, and we also handle other kinds of torts, including professional malpractice and serious injuries. Uh, I was fortunate to have the opportunity to co-author with my boss, Griff Morgan, a textbook for paralegals called Workers' Compensation Practice for Paralegals that is used in programs across the country to teach workers' compensation to paralegals. I also blog for the paralegal profession at practicalparalegalism.com. My wonderful co-host, Vicki Voison, is under the weather and will not be joining us today. Uh, for listeners that are new to the podcast, Vicki Voice is better known as The Paralegal Mentor. Uh, you can check out her website at theparalegalmentor.com, where she has an excellent blog, and you can subscribe to her e- uh, her weekly e-zine, which is free, uh, Strategies for Paralegals. And we're all sending uh, Get Better Soon wishes to Vicki. We'd like to take this time to thank our sponsor, NALA, a professional association for paralegals, providing continuing education and professional certification programs for paralegals at NALA.org. As our regular listeners know, the goal of the Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and share with you leading trends, significant developments, and resources that we think you'll find helpful in your careers and everyday jobs. We will also have guests on the program to help us explore the latest trends and timely topics, such as um, our guest today, whom I'm very excited about introducing to you. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about keeping up with trends in the paralegal profession, and helping us do that today is our very special guest, Jeannie S. Johnston, founder and CEO of ParalegalGateway.com. Jeannie has more than 20 years of business and web development experience and has been a paralegal for more than 19 years, as well as a speaker at national paralegal conferences, legal sales executive, and legal staffing consultant. Jeannie is a member of the advisory board for the paralegal program at Athens Technical College and is also a member of Paralegal Today's editorial advisory board. She is a legal career expert featured on the Atlanta edition of The Examiner and has written articles for Paralegal Today as well as The Paralegal Reporter. Additionally, Jeannie works as the firm manager and paralegal for Hall, Arbery, and Gilligan in Atlanta, Georgia, a boutique employment law firm. Welcome to the show, Jeannie. Thank you, Lynn. We are really, really excited about having you. Um, if I only knew of one paralegal online when I started my career years, years ago, you were probably the first one that I had heard of. So you're kind of like an online paralegal superstar. Um, let's talk about and start off our podcast by taking a look at Paralegal Gateway and 
when and why did you start this incredible resource for paralegals? Well, I appreciate those kind words, Lynn, and, and as you know, I think so highly of you and Vicki as well and um, all of those paralegals out there who have been in the industry for a good long time and are, are trying to help and mentor others. Um, Paralegal Gateway really uh, started in 2001. we celebrating our, our 10-year anniversary this year, and it, it kind of started while I was looking for a job at the time. Um, I really didn't have anybody to kind of turn to, to talk to about a particular employment opportunity, which is outside of my practice area, my experience, and uh, didn't really have anybody to talk to about it, and I just thought it would be so great if I could come online and find, you know, someone that I could speak with, maybe get some mentoring myself at that time, um, and it just wasn't a place for it. I had a, a hobby, a, a side hobby of web design, so I thought I'll put the two together, and Paralegal Gateway got started, and it um, started out back then. We didn't really have, like, a Facebook or or anything like that, so we were using um, message boards, and Yahoo was our message board of choice, so uh, we basically started there, ended up growing very rapidly, um, ended up with well over 2,600 members and um, still growing today, but um, most of that has migrated over into uh, the main site and LinkedIn. But that's basically how it got started, and it's it's kind of grown from there and now has all uh, different type of features for paralegals to use. Jeannie, you made me laugh because when I started in the paralegal career, there was no online and there was no internet. And I think back to when I started and I felt like I was almost isolated because it was so difficult to get mentored and reach out to people. I mean, you couldn't even send an email. So, I mean, the internet has offered so much for our profession just in terms of networking and mentoring that it's just been for, for those of us who remember the world pre-internet, it's, it's actually, it's pretty amazing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the different resources that Paralegal Gateway offers currently? I know it's changed and developed a lot over the years um, and has a lot of uh, key resources out there for paralegals and paralegal wannabes. Sure. Uh, well, to, you know, obviously to start where we started off with was certainly the um, message boards and the um, group, which we now have a very interactive social um, media uh, built right into the site. So we have different groups from different practice areas. People can come into the uh, site and sign up and start their own group if they like, if they don't see one that matches the particular practice area. And so we have that. We have free tools, uh, toolbar, which we're very, very proud of and have gotten rave reviews on. The toolbar just sits in your browser, and it has links to all sorts of different research tools, things that I know paralegals use on a daily basis. I use on a daily basis. Pacer, um, medical records requests, um, where you can look up the address of the doctors and that, that type of thing. Uh, we also have links to all the paralegal bloggers right in the toolbar. So if you want to have a few minutes and you want to catch up on your favorite paralegal blog, you can just click on it right there in the toolbar. Uh, we also have a, a date and time calculator built into the site. So you don't have to use those, those paper wheels anymore, although there are people who love the paper wheels. I love the paper <laughs> wheel, but um, we have, in case you don't have your paper wheel available, you can do that. Or you can download it as an iPhone app, which we now have. Um, 
certainly we have paralegal articles. We try to keep up with paralegals who are making news. Um, basically, anything we can do to promote the profession as more as just someone who sits in a legal office um, taking care of attorneys all day, which we certainly love to do, don't get me wrong, but I think the profession has grown so much more than that now that we really need a, a platform to be heard and to be recognized. So that's that's kind of the main goal uh, of the site. I agree with you 100% about um, raising the profile of the profession. Also, um, I wanted, I, I, this is an incredible group of resources there. And I do know that the Paralegal Gateway group at LinkedIn is also very busy, uh, great topics of discussion uh, introduced, um, and it's an incredible resource. What are you finding are the most, most frequently used resource at Paralegal Gateway right now? Well, certainly the articles are a, a big draw. People enjoy seeing articles not only about paralegals who are making news, but of course, tips, practice tips, ways to make our life a little bit easier every day, uh, whether it be just how to, you know, shortcuts in Word or, or witness interviews, those types of things. Very, very popular. Um, and above that, of course, like you said, are the groups where we can actually go there and interact with each other either at the site or at LinkedIn. And actually, Facebook's pretty, um, active as well. Yeah, it is active. Um, and it's just such a great resource. I think all of our listeners who don't currently have uh, LinkedIn profiles, even if you just have your name, your current job and employer and a picture that you can get started in LinkedIn. And you can take advantage of some of these great LinkedIn resources, including the Paralegal Gateway Group. Um, do you have any new plans for the site or, or anything that you would you would like to do with it at this time that you're thinking about? <laughs> I know, I know, Jeannie, I know you, I know you're always thinking. (laughs) I'm trying to get ahead of the curve. (laughs) Well, you know, and the reality is for me is just I can't shut my brain down, and I'm always trying to think of ways to help um, people in the profession and myself. Even, you know, I'm still working actively as a paralegal full-time, so, you know, I'll think of that would be a great idea if we had X, Y, and Z, and then try to translate that somehow into something that can be used um, on the site for everyone, you know. it's all for me. It's all about the paralegals, the profession. I, you know, fell in love with the profession 20 years ago, and I guess I'm probably one, one not the only, but one of the the this biggest cheerleaders, and along with with uh, you and Vicky and several others, and just really want to encourage people as much as I can to stick with it. You know, even when it's going tough. So that that's basically when I start thinking of new ideas for the site. That's what I have in mind. You know. Yeah, and times are tough. I mean, I really, we're seeing a lot more on the discussion boards about the difficulty finding jobs, not just for new graduates, but for, you know, long-term paralegals. Um, And it's good to have positive resources where people can go and get mentoring or encouragement. So um, that's one of the things I love about your site. Um, Now, you had just this incredible introduction. one of the longest introductions I've probably read uh, in, during the podcast, you wear a lot of hats. I do. Um, and I, I know a little bit about trying to wear a lot of hats because I do work full time and I try to blog, but sometimes that falls by the wayside. How do you balance all the different aspects of your professional life without losing your mind? Uh, well, I did lose my mind several years ago, and I'm hard <laughs> to get it back. But <laughs> to, answer <Found> it. <laughs> to answer your question... Um, 
you know, I have a great support system. I have um, a husband who is probably my polar opposite as far as as hyper as I am. He is the calm rock. So I think that's so important when you have, you know, so many things going on in your life that you have people around you who can be there when, you know, maybe you get some harsh criticism or some bad press or something and to lift you up and help you see another side of it. Um, I don't have children. Unfortunately, we couldn't have any. So that does help a bit, but um, we do have furry children. So um, while not as time consuming, they certainly do take up some time, but, and they can also be a, a source of, you know, stress relief. So um, Absolutely. along with that and, you know, exercise and, and running, I enjoy as a hobby. Um, you just try to keep it all in perspective, you know, realize what's important, um, what's not so important, and um, that we're here for a short time and to try to make the best of it. So balance, you know, it, it's a tricky thing. but And I have days where it's harder than others, like everyone else. So um, just trying to, to keep it in perspective and um, have those outlets for stress. Well, you do a great job of uh, staying positive and juggling your many professional hats. And I and I know you're very active on Facebook. I always enjoy seeing your status updates <laughs> and your photographs of both your husband and your furries. Um, practical paralegalism is, encourages anybody to share their puppy and kitty and kid pictures if they want. Not so many people have chosen to share pictures of their kids. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah I, well, I, I understand that. Yeah. I've had days when my dog has literally, uh, you know, pulled me back from the brink. So I think all paralegals should have some four-legged fuzzy to yeah. greet them unconditionally when they get home. <laughs> um, I'm really enjoying talking to you. Um, it's time to take a quick break now. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Jeannie Johnston of ParalegalGateway.com. NALA means professional. NALA offers classroom and web-based continuing education and professional development for all paralegals. And NALA's certified paralegal credential has been a gold standard of professionalism for over 30 years. More than 15,000 paralegals have this certification, and nearly 2,000 have achieved the demanding advanced certified paralegal. NALA works actively with others in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. See more about why NALA means professional at www.nala.org. You can advertise with us at Legal Talk Network and have your own commercial play in this podcast. Just give us a call anytime at 781-551-9960 or shoot us an email at admin at legaltalknetwork.com. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Lynn DeVenny. Our, my co-host, Vicki Voison is not here today, but hopefully she'll be back with us on the next podcast. Um, our guest today is Jeannie Johnston, founder and CEO of ParalegalGateway.com. Jeannie, one reason I was so excited about having you on the show is because you just do an incredible job of keeping up with uh, social media. Um, 
And we wanted to talk today about how paralegals can keep up with trends in the paralegal profession without it becoming a burden. You know, we all work hard. We, a lot of us work longer than eight-hour days. Um, you know, we don't want to go home and spend another four hours on the computer. So, you know, we, we want to talk about ways to keep up with the profession without being, you know, overburdened by the digital social media experience. Um, what are your favorite ways, um, and because you're such a leader in the field, what are your favorite ways to keep up with trends in the paralegal profession? Well, you're very kind, and I think you kind of touched on something a little bit. I think number one up top is knowing when to shut it off. You have to know when to put that thing, the computer to the side, and turn the phone off and live your life. You know, I mean, I can, like you were saying earlier, I can remember not so long ago that we didn't have the computers and the cell phones and all these things. And um, there are days I think that the quality of life has digressed because of it. But being what it is, that's the first thing. You have to know when to shut it off. Um, uh, for me personally, though, as far as some of the um, trends, keeping up with trends in the profession, um, absolutely that key is word of mouth, and um, I've always enjoyed people. I've always enjoyed meeting people, and I- I'm one of these people who really, honestly, sincerely enjoy going online and seeing, whether it be Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever, people succeeding, getting a job, or enjoying their life, or, you know, having children, or they just got a new dog, or, you know, being able to sympathize with them when their life isn't going so great. I, I really, honestly enjoy other people, so... Building those relationships has been, I think, uh, key in learning about what's going on in the paralegal profession as well. You know, you build a relationship, you have friendships, and and that's where you start getting your bulk of information, how they're using maybe certain technologies in their law firm or um, how they're handling a particular situation with coworkers, that type of thing. So I think uh, word of mouth is huge. Community is huge. Your paralegal associations... Um, local and state, uh, going to your meetings, uh, networking and talking with people who've um, maybe done this. I know there are people, I, I say, I've, you know, an old lady, I've done it 20 years, but there are women I know who's done it 30 and 35 years, women and men. And so, um, you know, I'm still learning every day as well. And those are just awesome places to to find out what's trending. And, you know, I agree because it's kind of of a double-edged sword. Technology is changing so much that you're really not doing yourself a favor if you're like an ostrich and you stick your head in the sand. And and, and I think it does require some time probably outside of the workday to kind of keep up with the latest legal news and technology. And I, and I have the same issue. You know, sometimes I got to turn that thing off. I mean, as much as I love Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and the sort of the speed that you can keep up with breaking news or leading trends and legal technology, you can't do it all the time. You need to go read a book. You need to take a exactly. walk. You need and to you're spend awesome time. on Twitter, girl. You're just, I can learn from <laughs> I don't, you about I don't spend that much tweeting. time on it. <laughs> and one of the secrets, I mean, I think people think that I'm, I'm so glad we did this podcast today, is I schedule tweets. You know, I had to explain to my boss that, of course, I was not on Twitter all day, <laughs> but that I can, at night, you know, I can schedule yeah. a series of tweets during the day. You know, there are a number of Twitter applications that do that. So if you want to tweet some links, but you know you don't have time to do it during the workday, you can go to one of the uh, Twitter applications and just pick the time the following day for your your tweets. And then you use the tools to post cross them to Twitter, 
uh, not Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and I hope very soon to Google Plus. Uh, which oh, I'm yeah, still, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out Google Plus, but um, <laughs> uh, but I but I don't want to be left out. So in case right. it ends up being really big, right? that's right, right. Um, you know, reading. I think taking um, you know taking a magazine or a book, you know, to dentist offices and things like that is a good way to keep up with the profession. Do you have some um, favorite uh, publications or resources that you keep up with regularly? Well, sure. And of course, you know, Paralegal Today, I'm a big fan of, of that publication. They, they've done a, a great job. I mean, a few years back, the um, ownership changed hands and they've done a great job of, of keeping current. They, you know, changed the name from Legal Assistant to Paralegal, which I think is more the standard nowadays and um, always have just wonderful resources in there and do a great job of promoting the profession and the people who are making um, a difference in the p- profession. Um, there's a, a new one out now that actually just became a, a sponsor of our site called the Paralegal Journal, and I haven't had the opportunity to see the publication yet, but they're also wanting to go along the same lines as um, what the mission for Paralegal Today and the Gateway, you know, certainly by promoting the profession as well. So um, those are just the paralegal um, publications that I, I enjoy, but there are also some, you know, I know you want to, me to talk about more of the hard copy, but there are also just so many online that I can um, bring up Google Reader on my iPhone and start reading, you know, some of the online publications, Executive Counsel, Jurist, um, Law Sites is a really good one to keep up with, um, interesting legal sites online. And uh, there's a new one by Justia called Verdict, which is also a good um, publication. And I want to talk a little bit more in a few minutes about using an RSS feed reader to keep up with um, the latest in news, technology, practice tips, that kind of thing. I'm sort of an evangelist when it comes to use a feed reader, and but I've had a lot of people still asking me, what is a feed reader? <laughs> so I do want to talk about that just a little bit in a minute. Um, some of my favorite publications as far as hard copy, um, I've gotten a lot of great technology resources from the American Bar Association's bookstore, and you usually get a discount uh, if somebody's a member. And of course, um, some of the attorneys in our firms are members. Uh, so I use their username and their password uh, to get books. Uh, Some of the ones I've really enjoyed recently have been uh, Tom Miles, iPad, and One Hour for Lawyers. Oh, great. Yeah, it's a really good resource if you're new to the iPad. I've gotten some uh, Excel, Adobe Acrobat, social media, different resources, and I've really learned a lot because some of the stuff particularly touches on ethical issues that legal professionals are, are unique to legal professionals and social media. Um, let's talk a little bit, you know, we've talked about online and reading, but, you know, association membership is so important. And my view of association membership has really changed a lot in the last five years. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about, you mentioned it earlier about the benefits of joining an actual paralegal association and seeing people face to face. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I think it is so key, especially, um, for for paralegals who are just starting out, I think it's a wonderful place. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but mentoring, you know, that's the best place to go and meet seasoned paralegals who can really kind of guide you. You know, most most people who walk down that path already are so invaluable because they can you know help you not take the the turnoffs that they took that maybe weren't so lucrative and 
I think it's just so important to be able to go and, and be mentored. And I know most associations also do things like um, where they, you know, quote, give back to the community by doing um, uh, walks for breast cancer or Habitat for Humanity and things like this. Um, so that also is, is not just a, a great way to network while you're doing those things, but it's, it's a great way to kind of bond with your colleagues in, in doing something that is really, really meaningful. Um, as a as a member, um, that was appointed to the North Carolina Bar Association's Paralegal Council for a three year term. I sort of really had a chance to see the benefits of committee work in action. Um, something you know I had done it on and off over the years, but um, with this especially strong group and all of the impact they make throughout the North Carolina Bar Association, you know I would just encourage those of you out there who are paying for memberships, uh, but not doing much with it to think about joining a committee. Uh, the CPEs and CLEs that we go to, um, they don't get planned without a group of extremely committed uh, paralegals. And it's a great chance to get input on uh, legal presentations that people would like to hear, volunteering to speak, uh, or, you know, even team speaking with an attorney from your firm. That's kind of a great way to have some fun and not have the burden of the presentation be entirely on you. So I think, you know, for anybody out there who's joined their association and hasn't been so active, you know, think about, I mean, I know firsthand how hard it is to get a newsletter out for a paralegal association. It takes a lot of bagging and a lot of creativity and some bullying, but, um, you know, they need your help. They need your contributions. And uh, it's just really, it's an enriching experience. I can really broaden your network. Enriching, that's a great word because I know personally for me, there are days I'm so caught up in the minutia of doing what I got to get done that I'll find myself thinking, well, what in the world am I even doing here? Am I, am I making a difference at all to anybody? And it's it's so great to know that you can go into a, an association where, like you're saying, the committee's already done all the the groundwork and you really just have to show up and kind of be, you know, the hands that are painting the walls or whatever you're doing that day for the, um, the committee, um, I guess, community program. So, you know, and then you kind of have a sense of, okay, I have made a difference to maybe just even one person. So I think it's great, and that is going to spill over into your professional life because it brings a sense of calm and, again, a sense of balance to you, and that's just so important. It is. It's important to have a network of people who understand what a typical day in a law office is like, too, the good days and the bad days. <laughs> that's right. Um, I would... I would love to have this conversation for another hour, but I know we're running out of time for the podcast. So I want to finish up with um, asking you to name just a couple of your favorite professional blogs and to talk about how you keep up with them. Well, now you know practical paralegalism and Thank you. Paralegal, those are, are going to be on the top of my list. Um, and then, of course, um, I, my um, what is it? My guilty pleasures above the law. I love that. It's kind of a tabloid blog, but I really love it. Um, the Empowered Paralegal, um, written by a paralegal professor, he does such a great job of, you know, being fair and balanced, I think, and, and reporting things as he um, gets the information in. And then there's uh, Scribe, which is a legal document assistant blog, um, and then some other good ones that are, uh, you know, mixed with uh, the profession and personal uh, paralegal pie and things like along those lines. And uh, definitely keep up with them all via um, Google Reader. I used to get RSS to my inbox, but, you know, on any given day, I'm getting 
between 200 and 300 emails in. <laughs> and I can't get through those, you know, to get to the ones that came in the day before, so they back up. And I just finally said I, I have to, to do a reader or something that they go there and, I, and on my time I can go and, and check them out and kind of cut out the clutter of the inbox. So that's how I keep up with them. I think it's a great – I love Google, so – Absolutely. And and when I talk about technology and keeping up with it, you know, one of the things that I recommend that people do are keep up with blogs, not only in their specialty areas, but national legal news, uh, practice tips, humor. I mean, some some of the legal blogs out there, I love lowering the bar, uh, the Namby Pamby attorney, uh, a fan of a couple lowering of the bar. Uh, yeah, lowering the bar. Yes. A couple of the uh, anonymous paralegal bloggers out there, you know, they have a great deal of courage because there is some risk in hosting a paralegal blog in terms of your and continued gainful yep. employment if you're outed. So mm-hmm. there's an extra risk there, but some of them do a very fine job, um, you know, about talking about the day and today life of a legal staffer. And, you know, I think they're blogs that probably should be read by everyone in the law firm because, you know, it is a way to highlight professional and personal issues that probably at some time or another, all of us could use a little work on. And, you know, I probably have, I probably have about 800 uh, post feeding a day into my Google Reader, which is for listeners who don't know what that is, it's really simple syndication RSS. It's just a way to have everything that you like to keep up with, whether it be blogs or news sites or podcast or webcast to be fed in chronological order into your reader as they are posted and appear on the um, internet, which makes your life so much easier because if you've got all this stuff saved in a browser and you're kind of hopping around to your favorite sites, um, you, you may miss information that's really important to you um, or just kind of get out of touch with some of your favorite blogs. Plus you get to so, scan the headlines for, you know, it's easier yeah. to scan the headlines that way. And if you set it up in headlines form, um, I can get, you know, I only look at the headlines that interest me. So if you've got your reader set up just for headlines, you know, you can whip through a hundred headlines in just a couple of minutes and, and that and kind of keep your reader cleaned out throughout the day. Um, Jeannie, we really, really appreciated having you on the show today. Um, for any of our listeners that may have questions, um, may have questions about the resources at paralegalgateway.com, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, email is a great way. The address is info at paralegalgateway.com. Or, you know, certainly you can friend me on Facebook or join the Facebook group or the LinkedIn group. I think all of those are, are great ways to uh, stay in touch with your excellent career and your updates and just the passion that you have for the uh, paralegal profession. Um, listeners, if you have any questions about today's show, please email them to theparalegalvoice at gmail.com. We're going to take another short break and come back with some paralegal news and announcements. Be right back. And Jeannie, thanks again for being on the show. Want to stay in touch with the Legal Talk Network and get our shows automatically? RSS provides home delivery. You don't have to remember where to click. The good stuff comes right to you automatically and free. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and hit the RSS button at the top of the page. It says our podcast feeds. Now you'll be all set. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too.
Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. We're going to miss Vicki's practice tip this week. Um, they are always excellent, but I wanted to talk for a minute about paralegal blogs since um, Jeannie and I talked a lot about social media resources and ways to keep up with the uh, profession today, and many of those are online. Uh, some of you may have seen your favorite paralegal bloggers uh, asking for nominations for the ABA journals. Blog 100 Amiki, which is their top 100 legal blogs um, across the country. And I got really excited uh, when I saw that they were taking nominations this year and went to the nomination form at the ABA Journal site uh, and read through it and discovered that the only blogs, and that's B-L-A-W-G-S, eligible, were those written by lawyers and law students. So other blogs written by legal staffers, uh, legal technology professionals, marketers who aren't lawyers, um, they wouldn't be eligible for inclusion. Um, I was a little bummed. Uh, the liberal context or meaning of blogs is a blog written by a legal professional that covers areas of legal specialty. And that can range from news to technology to humor to practice tips. So, you know, it was a little bit discouraging. I think um, it, there's maybe even a feeling that uh, we're being left out a little bit. Um, and this is the reason it's really, really important to support your paralegal bloggers, uh, your your court technology technologists that are out there blogging and sharing just incredible information every day. Uh, and you can support them. Uh, you can comment at their blogs, set, uh, share the links to post on Facebook and at LinkedIn, uh, share the blog sites with your uh, members of your professional associate association. Um, you know, we've come a long way, but we have got a long way to go. I'm hoping there will be a day that um, legal professionals who blog in areas of legal specialty but aren't lawyers will be eligible to be nominated for the ABA Journal's Top 100 blogs, but it's not today. So just encouraging all of you to support your bloggers and uh, to get out there and let them know that you are reading and you it is important to you um, because, you know, we need it to, to keep on doing this. A lot of us are doing this outside of our day jobs uh, without compensation, and we're doing it because we love the profession. That's all the time we have today for the Paralegal Voice. Uh, please uh, check out the show notes on our blogs, practicalparalegalism.com and paralegalmentor.com. This is Lynn Devaney, and I thank all of you for listening today, and I want to remind you to make your paralegal voice heard. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. Its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Paralegal Voice with Linda Venny and Vicki Voison. This podcast is produced by the Legal Talk Network. Be sure to get the next edition of the podcast. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. 
and me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.